Welcome to Giving Head, the podcast. Wondering what head stands for? What H is for happiness, E for empowerment, and D for development. This is the podcast that will discuss topics from the 40-year-old perspective. This is where we will help to navigate you through this new chapter of your life. I'm your host, Sherry, and my co-host is named Kim. To join this community, push the subscribe button to get all the latest head episodes. And to help our head message grow, don't forget to rate us and leave a comment as well. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at Giving Head. H-E-D. Now let's get into it. Hey, Head Tribe, we have an amazing interview for you today. This amazing woman is named Lisa Downer Rigoli. She is a content creation mentor by night, HR manager by day, a wife and a mom. She helps corporate moms who are building a side business or thinking of a building a side business build a raving online fan base through content creation and connections. Sit back, guys, and enjoy this amazing interview. If you are looking for content creation and connections, this is your lady. Introducing Miss Lisa. Welcome to Giving Head the Podcast. Welcome, Lisa. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Thank you for having me, guys. You're welcome. Giving Head the podcast is all about the navigation tricks and gems and everything through this new chapter of our life. And we have Lisa here, who is the corporate side hustler. I love that. Um, (laughs) I love that. Tell us all about how you came to start your business. Yes. It's actually a funny story. So back in 2014, I was sitting outside the doors for the interview. Now, this was the interview that I had been working nine years to get to. This was the job that I had told myself if I land this job, it defines success. It was the job that I knew that, hey, if I'm in this position, I'm going to be making great money. I should retire in it, et cetera, et cetera. But as I was sitting outside these doors, sharing Kim, I was ridiculously nervous Now, not nervous because let's be honest, interviews can be really nerve wracking. I was nervous because I thought I was about to do and make the biggest mistake because prior, yeah, prior to that interview, I started having these really vivid dreams and vivid thoughts of having like flexible schedule and not being tied down and really making sure that I still had great income, but I wanted to be really present for my future family, a family that didn't exist yet, but I knew that I wanted this lifestyle. A lot of it came from the fact that I came from a single family household and my mom worked three jobs in order to make ends meet and I never saw her. So I felt like I was now creating the same lifestyle, but just in a different way. It was just one job, but it was a job that was consuming my time. So it was in 2014 that I decided, you know what? I don't really know what I'm going to do, but I am going to create my own rules and I'm going to become my own boss. And I started that journey, not really knowing (laughs) where I was going to take it on the side. Wow. Wow. That is a lot. And even to get that feeling that you had sitting there and at the interview, that must have been an intense feeling. It was beyond intense because I was wrestling so much with, this is what I thought I wanted. This is what I thought 
I was working hard for what my mom probably thought was the right direction for me as well. And now I'm thinking about throwing it all away and taking a chance that was not as stable, not as guaranteed. But looking back, I am so glad that I trusted my gut. And I think we all have that intuition that pops up and we look back and we're like, I'm so glad that I distrusted my intuition. And that's what happened. But yes, you are correct. It was beyond uncomfortable. I think sometimes that when we are at certain ages, and like you said, we have uh, single parent households, because I know I came from one, and parents that are, my both of my parents worked in Bermuda in the government system that you got to get a government job, you got to yep. do that, and all of those things. And you come with that thought process that that's what you're supposed to do in life. And I, the same as to why the podcast is now starting, <laughs> probably later on in life, is um, went to a career path that I wasn't, I just happened to be good at it. You know what I mean? It wasn't so much was my passion, but I just happened to be good at it. And so now here I am uh, 40 plus years old and (laughs) doing something totally different. What do you think, Kim? What do you think? (laughs) Well, Lisa, I commend you for being able to tap into your instinct and listen to that despite what other people may think yep, and what other people might have advised you on and to even express that it was a nervous process for you. I, to go right, 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 right. And I appreciate that because it was hard thinking about what would other people think if I walk away from this. And if you don't mind me asking in 2014 around how old were you to have made that type of decision or to even be in tune with your, you know, intuition, if you will. 34? Am I trying to do the math right? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As some age, she started like... 35? Yeah. I'm like, wait, how old was I in 2015? (laughs) Let me carry the one and go back to the two. (laughs) Yeah. But that was a good age to have that. So tell us about your side business, the corporate side hustle, the side business or the the hustle that turned your world upside down. Right, right. So what, as you can imagine, from 2014 till now, so much has also evolved. I'm now married. I now have a daughter. So things actually shifted where back in actually 2018, I was going to leave corporate. So if you were to ask me back in 2018, my business model was completely different. I was truly going to walk away from corporate, but I now have a family and my husband and I had to look at things differently. And that's when my business actually shifted and I felt more clear on who I truly should be serving and how I should be going after it. Meaning I realized that corporate will always be in my life. It won't be, I guess, a front runner, meaning I have a different schedule now that allows me to be present with my family. And I still have a huge passion to have this side business that continues to give me additional income. Because when you're salary, you can't work more hours to get additional money. You can only get promoted. And that's no longer in my view or my vision, if you will. So corporate side hustler basically morphed into this new business idea of how do I continue to help other women just like me who are now getting older, who are like, hey, I don't want to walk away from corporate, but I do want to have something that really lights my soul on fire, that helps me pay off debt, that helps me create some additional savings, that doesn't stress me out. And that's that's the business I have today. So I specifically help corporate women 
who are looking to build their business on Instagram, how do they do it with great content and great connections? Wow. And would you say that your side hustle business helps you to be even somewhat productive in your corporate business? Spot on. I mean, to the point that my boss fully knows what I'm doing. My boss and my company actually invest back in me. So my current business coach is actually paid by my day job. Um, And I have specific times that even my boss is fully aware that hey, I spend my lunch differently. So my lunch is actually working on my business, my side business. So that way I'm not working into the wee hours of the night or working on the weekends. I actually am able to take certain times off. It's something I negotiated to say, if I want both, I need to make sure I do it without burning myself out. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, Lisa. Tell us how are you able to manage all of this? You just talked about having the corporate, having the side hustle, having your daughter and then one on the way. How are you able to do that at home? You talked about how you do it at work. How are you able to do it at home? I would say have kids because they, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I I will say that having my daughter put things in perspective for me, because again, there was a time that I would would wake up in the morning and work on my business. I would do it at night. I would do it on the weekends. But now having her, I don't want to miss out on a moment. So I create what's called a batching system. So I have specific days that I focus on specific tasks. So what I mean by that is there are specific days in the week that I ensure that my husband and I are having lunch. There are specific evenings that if I am going to work on my side business, I'm making sure that I have dedicated time to be with my family. So that way it's blocked. It's on the calendar. I'm keeping myself accountable and things of that nature. So that batching and physically putting it in my calendar reminds me how I'm spending my time to even just give another visual. I color code it. So if my family is not showing more color on my calendar, it's a good pause to say, what the heck am I doing? Because if I'm doing this for them, I shouldn't be missing time with them. Wow. I love that. Mm-hmm. Good job. Thank I you. love the coordinating calendar and the schedule and the blocking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what tip would you give to the woman who is trying to create this balance? Yep. And, you know, it's difficult. Not everyone have the support that can perhaps quickly juggle the balance and find time for self and all of those things. So what would you suggest or what tips would you give? I love that question. I hope that my clients and students would say that what I do for them outside of content and connections is simplify the process. So what I mean by that, I really stress have one person that you're serving, have one problem that you're going after, have one offer that you're offering, have one platform that you're on. And so as you're seeing the theme of just simplify it so you're not over exhausting yourself. I think it's very easy, whether you're a side hustler, whether you're a full on entrepreneur, that shiny object syndrome is so real where you feel like, oh, well, TikTok is the new hot thing. Maybe I need to be on TikTok and LinkedIn and Pinterest and Instagram. And before you know it, you're spending so many of your hours trying to be on all these spaces that you're not even actually building a business. So I really think the best way to ensure that you don't burn yourself out is really simplify and focus on the one. And I know, again, as I say that, there's a lot of people that are probably thinking, that's not that possible. That's not doable, but it's a habit, right? So if you stick to it for 21 days, you'll start to see the progression and you'll start to see the benefit of just spending your time in those one areas. 
Exactly. That's a great leeway (laughs) because I'm trying to be on Instagram as much as I can and um, give out great content. I always feel like my content isn't the best. I always second guess it. And I know that this is your forte. And I say this in the sense, Lisa, because we're looking at the kind of mature woman who Mm -hmm. may not be into social media like that. So I like the fact that you like stick with one platform and learn it. But what if we do stick with that one platform? How can we really, really learn it? And I know that you have all types of tricks and stuff and magic rabbits that come out of hats for that. (laughs) (laughs) A snap of the finger. Snap of the fingers, right? My secret is Google and YouTube. And I know that it sounds so like basic, but it's real. There was a point where I actually went in debt when I first started my business because I was investing in everyone and anyone and I wouldn't finish the course or I wouldn't finish the program, whatever the case might be. And I think we as women, especially women in in our older ages, like we get a little bit smarter with how we want to spend our time. And it's amazing how powerful we are that we'll watch a quick, quick YouTube video. Like I watch a YouTube video to figure out how to make something really quick or fix something in my house that's broken. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we don't realize that if we did that same concept with Instagram, you'll start to grab the tips or any platform for that matter. You'll start to gain what you need to know in that moment. It's not about what you need to know to be the best and the, our biggest influencers, what do you need to know right now that you're able to impact just one person? Like okay. if you go after that, it actually really simplifies the process of, all right, well, maybe I don't need all the gadgets on Instagram stories and all the polls. Maybe I just need to figure out how to post on time. Like that's how I look at it. But Google and YouTube have been my go-to free resources to really add those additional tools or magic wands, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) YouTube Academy and Auntie Google. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I know that you have a course that I actually purchased called Binge Worthy Content. Tell us all about that because what drew me to that course to take is that I wanted to make sure that I had worthy content to put onto our Instagram page. And I also believe in investing in ourselves and in investing back into what it is that, you know, this podcast is all about. So tell us about that course. Absolutely. So binge worthy content method came from the space of the women that I was working with on a regular basis were like, Hey, I really just don't have time. And I had to put back my corporate hat on to say, Hey, you know what, when we're in corporate, regardless of what industry you're in, typically you operate in quarters. So the binge-worthy content method has that concept or that mentality in in mind of how do you batch out your content three months in advance? So that way you're not thinking about, all right, it's Monday. When am I going to post Tuesday? Because that usually ends up stressing us out. We end up not to be as creative. But if you're able to say, all right, what's happening in the next three months? It's not going to be summer. Here are some of the great national holidays that are happening. It helps you get a little bit more creative to say, here are the topics that I want to focus on. So you're being a little bit more intentional and you're not being reactive. So the binge-worthy content method really simplifies that process of how do you prepare your 12 weeks some systems on how you apply it, meaning how do you actually schedule it? How do you make sure that it's binge worthy, if you will? And then how do you repurpose it? Because again, we don't have endless hours. So I want to make sure that they're getting the biggest bang for their buck, that they don't feel like, all right, well now I got to create new content next summer. No, 
use the same thing you use this time, but just spice it up, if you will. No one's going to be like, I can't believe she reposted something from 2019. <laughs> if they do, then you need to find out why they're not working with you because they remembered your content and they're still lurking around. But I, you know what I'm <laughs> but I, I like the repurpose part. I Some of the stuff that I know that you mentioned in that, and I don't want to give it all away, but it's really, really makes sense. It makes sense. And to engage with your followers, a lot of that makes sense. For me, like I said, in June, next month, I'll be 46. And so social media back in my day wasn't the thing. You know what I mean? Right. So right. So now it's like learning a whole new bike and a whole new thing. It used to get on a bike and just ride it. This right here, you got to click over here and click over yeah. here and do this. It's like a hoverboard. They're like, go out with your hoverboard. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm going to break my so, back on that. So I think your course is like, it will break it down in the sense of, for me, having to like think about it. Because I am that person in that category that you just talked about. Oh, it's Monday. I need to post something. Okay, let me think about it. Right. And I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to, like I said, I like that you said, focus on one and it is just Instagram for me. I got to focus on it. So I like what you have to say about that. That's real good. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. And Lisa, what about a class? Do you offer classes for those who are afraid of social media in regards of they know Instagram? but have no idea how to use Instagram in regards um, networking, in regards of promoting themselves, and just truly the fear, especially perhaps our target group, the fear <laughs> of social media. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that I love doing, and I think it's important to give back and not have everything have a price point is every week on Instagram, I actually do a micro training series. So Tuesday through Thursday, I give a little tidbit to allow someone to see, okay, here's what's possible. And it's from either mindset or it's from actually an application. So that way they feel good. And I always, at the end of each day, I encourage people, I'm like, hey, if this spoke to you, but you're still unsure, send me a DM. Like, I want you to feel like you can reach out to me and ask questions. And I love, love being able to help those individuals one-on-one where they're like, wait, how'd you do that? And I'm like, all right, let me send you a quick video to show you, like almost like a YouTube video. Like, let me quickly show you in less than two minutes how you can do it. And to me, that fills my cup up so much to be able to offer something in that way. So that way they can see it. And if you follow me, you'll know my daughter is usually hanging on me or I'm in between calls. So I'm showing them like, I get you. Like, I understand that your time is limited. I'm doing it just like this too. So it doesn't have to be glamorous. It just has to be real. Yeah. She was adorable on Tuesday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, Thank you. And it's amazing of the connection. Let's for Lisa and I and how we met, Michaela Ian, who is the confidence rock star here in Bermuda, she does all things video for Instagram. She posted something about Lisa. I hopped on Lisa's Instagram and um, was following her, looking at her stuff. I think I made a comment. Oh, no, Lisa actually reached out first that thank you for liking, oh you know, something. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is real nice. She said something to me. And then the communication between her and I have led us up to this point. Is that correct, Lisa? Yep, that is correct. (laughs) 
And that's what I teach people like this, do things like that and allow it to evolve naturally. I'm a believer that if you do things like that on Instagram, you're either going to convert a follower into a friend, a colleague, or a client. And the thing is, and I talked to her about this podcast and told her, I'm trying to start a podcast. And she instantly got on, well, this is what I did for mine. This is what I use. This is, and I was like, oh my God, this woman is amazing. This is so nice that she shared all this information with me. You know what I mean? Because somebody's yeah. always looking for, well, if I'll tell you this, if you pay me $10 at the end of it, Lisa didn't have that. Now, yes. I have bought into her courses because I believe in it and I believe in her, but it was nothing that I felt pressured to do. And it was just being authentic and genuine that brought us to this point. So I appreciate you, Lisa, for that. I makes me smile hearing that. So thank you. (laughs) Awesome. That's so awesome. Which, because for us, that is something that we always speak on in regards of just doing things in an authentic manner. And you don't know the results of that and what Correct. the outcome would be and how it would touch someone. And you mentioned something as to why you do the Insta stories on Tuesdays and Thursdays is to give back. Yes. It's to give back. And that's important. And I think when people operate like that, you see this different type of results, this friendship evolve over Instagram. and things manifest that you didn't think would happen just because you were being obedient and you giving back. Mm-hmm. Right. So thank right. you. Thank mm-hmm. you for doing that. And she Absolutely. was awesome on my way back here to Bermuda. She definitely checked in on me and everything. So I'm telling you, Lisa's the truth. We're all going to link up for coffee one day in, in Florida. I'm ready. And then on on one of your trips to Atlanta, you let us know and you got to come to Bermuda when the airport opens back up. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But in wrapping up real quickly, so I just want to find out what makes you happy, empowered and developed for yourself and what happiness and empowerment and development that you give to other people. Ooh, I don't want to sound cliche, but my daughter is what brings happiness to me because Everything that I, I'm doing today, everything in my being is because of what my mom instilled in me. So even if my mom wasn't present, all of those work ethics is what drove me to this point. And it's what I hope that I'm driving in Gianna, which is why it's really important for me to be present. It's important for her to see the hustle, but also see that I have the balance and the fact that I can help show other people that, whether it's through inspiration, whether it's through coaching that's what keeps me going every single day. So my happiness is my daughter and I just got a little kick in my stomach. So also the one growing in my belly too. Even (laughs) here she's like, what about me? Uh, It's it's creating this kind of lifestyle for my family. So, and was there a second part? I feel like I missed something. And I said, and what happiness, empowerment and development for others? I want your business. Yeah, which is, so from a corporate side hustler piece, the reason why I branded it that way is I want to help empower other corporate side hustlers to know that it can be possible, it can be done. And when I hear like you and Kim, Sherry, you and Kim saying the things that you're saying of how it's so nice that we connected for them to not only say that about me, but to have their future clients and future colleagues and future friends say that about them, that brings me happiness as well, that it can be done while juggling all the things. 
Well, thank you so much, Lisa. We greatly appreciate this. I will put all of your information in the bio and Instagram, and we're going to blast it. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. (laughs) I love it. You guys have a good one. Thank you. You too. (laughs) Thanks for joining us this week on Giving Head, the podcast. And make sure you check us out on Instagram and Facebook for more information on this head episode. And as always, subscribe to the show to catch every new head episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you that good head. See you next time. Ciao for now. Bye.